Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Between 9th Street North and Wilson Boulevard. Little River Turnpike still. If you're headed eastbound, you cannot make the left-hand turn onto Hummer Road. Follow police direction at that crash. And the intersection Clifton Road and Lee Highway in Clifton remains closed as well. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Brian Albin, WTOP Traffic. Today will be cooler than Monday was. Our temperatures here early this morning starting out in the 30s with mainly clear skies. We'll have some clouds on the increase with temperatures topping out between 42 and 48 degrees. We're going to be dry until about 8 to 9 p.m. this evening when rain showers will start making their way into the area and even a few wet snowflakes mixing in. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 38 degrees at 259. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning. I'm Dan Ronan. Thanks for being with us here on the Overnight Shift on WTOP. An hours-long standoff with police ends when the house explodes. In Arlington, I'm Dick Uliano. A guilty plea from a local teen in connection with a stabbing outside of a D.C. McDonald's. A cop on trial for murder tells his side of the story. At the courthouse in Upper Marlboro, I'm John Doman. In November alone, 38 people were killed in crashes in Maryland. I'm Kate Ryan. The Capitals get blown out in Arizona. 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz. The FBI and ATF are investigating a massive home explosion in Arlington, Virginia, just across the Potomac River from Washington. Police spokeswoman Ashley Savage says it all began when police were investigating a report that someone was firing flares from inside the house. During the course of that investigation, officers obtained a search warrant for the residence. As officers attempted to execute that search warrant this evening, the suspect inside the residence uh, discharged several rounds. The house subsequently exploded, and we continue to investigate the circumstances of the explosion. Some members of Congress are now demanding that the president force Israel to change its tactics in Gaza. CBS News Chief White House Correspondent Nancy Cordes has that. This White House is facing a lot of pressure from some key constituencies to speak out more vocally when it comes to civilian casualties in Gaza. But beyond that, the bigger challenge for Israel when it comes to this aid package that has been put out there by the White House is Congress. Uh, First of all, you've got progressives in Congress who are increasingly insisting that this aid, if it is to pass, should be conditioned. The Supreme Court has heard arguments about the fairness of a multi-billion dollar settlement for victims of the opioid epidemic at issue whether the former owners of Purdue Pharma should get immunity from future lawsuits. More on that from CBS's Jan Crawford. The outcome of this case could also have huge implications for how corporations use bankruptcy to try to protect owners from lawsuits. And that's why you're seeing other organizations like the Boy Scouts and the Catholic Church filing papers in support of this agreement. A decision is expected by June. There's been a major hack of the 23andMe website, says CBS's Matt Piper. About 7 million people's personal info has been hacked into. That's about half of 23andMe's customers, and it's affected those who used its relatives feature, which allows people to automatically share some of their data with others. A shark has killed a woman from Massachusetts at a popular tourist resort. CBS 
CBS's Elaine Cajano has the story. Police in the Bahamas responded to reports of a shark attack near the Sandals Beach Resort on Nassau. The female, along with the male relative, were paddleboarding some three-quarter miles out from the shoreline. Police say a lifeguard on duty rushed out to help the victim, a 44-year-old woman from Boston. The search for 10 climbers in Indonesia has been halted now after a volcano erupted again. The eruption happened in West Sumatra province on Sunday, stranding scores of climbers in blanketing nearby villages in ash. More than 50 climbers have been rescued, and the bodies of 13 have been recovered. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform. You need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. Good morning. It's 3.03 on Tuesday morning, December the 5th. 40 degrees. It should be a nice couple days in our area. Good morning, I'm Dan Ronan. Thanks for joining us here on the Overnight Shift. The top local story that we're following this hour, as you just heard from CBS News a short time ago. Police in Arlington were attempted to serve a search warrant Monday night at a home there when shots were fired, followed by a massive explosion. It was after 8 p.m. when the blast in the 800 block of North Burlington Street shook the Bluemont neighborhood. We heard something like, I was like, I thought it was thunder or something. Several blocks away, Mohammed Abul Aziz heard the blast on Wilson Boulevard. Arlington County Police spokeswoman Ashley Savage says the incident began at 4.45 p.m. when police answered calls that flares were being fired from the house. Police obtained a search warrant. And as officers were attempting to make contact with the residents and execute that search warrant. Several rounds were discharged by the suspect inside the residence. The residence subsequently exploded. Officers received only minor injuries and nearby homes had been temporarily evacuated. In Arlington, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. New this morning, a 16-year-old Waldorf girl has been pleaded guilty to stabbing and killing another teen outside of a D.C. McDonald's. This happened back in August, you may remember, outside of McDonald's at 14th and U Streets, Northwest. Police say it started in an argument over sweet and sour sauce that led to the stabbing death of 16-year-old Niima Lingun, who's also from Waldorf. The Washington Post reports that the teen, who was supposed to go on trial on Monday on a first-degree murder charge, instead struck a plea deal with prosecutors. She's to be sentenced in D.C. Superior Court next month. She's now facing confinement in a youth detention center until she turns 21. Now to Prince George's County, where a police officer took the stand in his own defense Monday. He's the first Prince George's County police officer ever to be charged with murdering someone while on the job. WTOP's John Doneman has our story. My jaw just dropped. That's what Corporal Michael Owen said when he realized he had shot 43-year-old William Green with his own gun. Owen is facing murder charges in the death of Green, who was shot while handcuffed and sitting in Owen's squad car nearly four years ago. At the time, Green was high on PCP and had just crashed into several vehicles. Owen said Green managed to grab his departmental-issued gun out of its holster, dropping it on the center console during a struggle. But he said he never felt it get taken, didn't know it was his gun. Owen wasn't asked and didn't say who fired the first 
first shot during the struggle, but said that's when he wrestled the gun away and then fired six more times, all in less than two seconds, as he feared for his life. At the courthouse in Upper Marlboro, John Dome in WTOP News. 306, the number of people who are dying in automobile and vehicle crashes on Maryland roads is going up. So far this year, 554 people have died in crashes in Maryland, including 135 pedestrians and 15 people on bikes. In November alone, 38 people were killed. The overall data shows a 7.6% increase compared to the same time last year. A release from the Maryland Motor Vehicle Administration urges drivers to drive sober, buckle up, slow down, and make sure they're not distracted while driving. Last month, Maryland Governor Wes Moore announced a plan to increase state and local police presence near work zones after a panel on work zone safety released its findings. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. We've got some great news for you. If you are a Fairfax County public school student, you're getting more snow days this year, and it's not just because there's more snow in the forecast this winter. Fairfax County students won't have to sign on for virtual classes during snow days this year. Superintendent Michelle Reed says it's part of a change to the school district's inclement weather policy. Last year, the county planned for five traditional snow days, but after that, kids would have to log on from home. Reed says the change is possible because of the way the county's school calendar is set up this year. Even without remote learning, Reed says students will have access to digital resources such as Tutor.com. Kids in Arlington will also have a number of regular snow days, and the plan for Montgomery County School allows for either a full closure or remote learning. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. And our 7 News First Alert meteorologists are predicting more snow this winter than any other season over the past five years. And we could see a few flakes late Tuesday into Wednesday. Coming up on WTOP After Traffic and Weather, customers of 23andMe are being notified the company was recently hacked. We'll have the story coming up. It is 3.08 on a Tuesday morning. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go into the traffic center. Here's Brian Alban. And Dan, some good news for travelers headed down 95 south in Virginia. Uh, the work zone that was right near... Uh, the Marine Corps base Quantico that had been causing the heaviest of delays this morning has now been picked up. So uh, no volume delays in that area should be smooth sailing all the way down through Fredericksburg. Unclear if the work zone in Dale City uh, from earlier this morning has been picked up yet, but it is not causing any delays at this time if it is still there. On to the Capitol Beltway. Uh, work zone still in effect near Tyson's on the Inner loop with just a single lane getting by in Maryland on the Capitol Beltway. The uh, both ways between 95 and Seminary Road, right lane still blocked at that work zone. And the inner loop between Route 50 and St. Barnabas Road, it is a left lane blocked at the work zone there. Elsewhere in Maryland, uh, the ICC eastbound before Georgia Avenue, right lane gets you by at the work zone there but the other major roadways in maryland moving well at this hour 270 in both directions 95 bw parkway and route 50 no incidents to report looking to satisfy everyone in your family go to silver diner their new menu has everything from creekstone black angus steak burgers to 15 vegan entrees including dairy-free shakes silver diner much more than a diner 
I'm Brian Albin, WTOP Traffic. Thanks, Brian. Let's check in now and get our Tuesday morning forecast from 7 News First Alert meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Mainly clear now. We'll have clouds moving in later and after 8 p.m. this Tuesday. Some rain showers eventually mixing with a few wet snowflakes. Temperatures this morning in the 30s. We'll see those temperatures rise quickly into the lower to upper 40s across the area. Clouds will be increasing, so the morning hours will have the most sunshine. Meanwhile, Late tonight, when those snow showers start mixing in, will not have any impact on area roads as we've just been way too warm. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 39 in Frederick. It is 35 degrees in Manassas. Metro Center checks in at 41 degrees. Weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com today. Money news on WTOP at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's check in with Larry Kofsky in the Bloomberg Newsroom. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. If you're a customer of 23andMe, hackers may have your ancestry data and maybe some health-related information as well. The company says nearly 7 million customers saw their user profiles accessed. It says there's no evidence that its systems were breached. Rather, the hackers found vulnerable accounts whose owners used recycled passwords from other sites. As Spotify looks to cut costs, it is canceling two critically acclaimed podcasts, Heavyweight and Stolen. Both will complete their current seasons. Producers will be free to shop the shows after that. It comes after Spotify said it would cut its workforce by 15%. California regulators are threatening to fine GM's cruise self-driving car unit. At issue was an accident last month in which a cruise robo-taxi dragged a pedestrian. It faces a hearing before the California Public Utilities Commission in February. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. 312 coming up on WTOP, a key hearing before the Supreme Court concerning that multi-billion dollar bankruptcy filing of a company that is ties to the opioid crisis. We'll explain. It's 312. I'm Scarlett Johansson. My family relied on public assistance to help provide meals for us. These meals fueled my involvement in theater and the arts as a child, which fostered my love for acting. The Feeding America network of food banks helps millions of people put food on the table. You can join the movement to end hunger by donating, volunteering, and advocating. Because when people are fed, futures are nourished. Join the movement to end hunger at feedingamerica.org slash act now. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hailstorms can cause widespread damage to one's home. After these storms, dishonest contractors show up hoping to make a quick buck from your insurance claim. They'll promise anything if they can get you to sign a contract, collect your payment in advance, and ultimately do no work at all. Avoid being the victim of contractor fraud. It estimates from at least three contractors. Check references and remember, if you didn't request it, reject it. To report fraud, call us at 1-800-TELL-NICB. This is a public service message from the National Insurance Crime Bureau. The Capitals close out their long road trip with a thud, and Monday Night Football claims another starting quarterback. Sports in 10 minutes on WTOP. Those headaches and stomach aches your child gets may be migraine. 10% of children and 28% of adolescents have migraine disease. Migraine at School can help. Learn more at migraineatschool.org. As a parent, I know how migraine impacts my daughter's ability to learn. Every child deserves the chance to flourish in school. Visit migraineatschool.org. 
sponsored by the Coalition for Headache and Migraine Patients. Attention families of Prince George's County Middle and High School students. As a career and technical education student at PGCPS, you can earn college credit in industry certifications or licensing while in high school with no student debt. From IT to construction to engineering, choose from more than 30 programs of study. Plus, find a mentor in your chosen field. Become an apprentice, get help finding a job, and graduate high school with the ability to earn livable wages immediately. Your future starts now at pgcps.org slash CTE. Seating is limited. Apply today. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. Good morning. It's 314. I'm Dan Ronan. Welcome into the overnight shift here on WTOP. Purdue Pharma's multi-billion dollar bankruptcy settlement over the opioid crisis has made it all the way to the Supreme Court of the United States. For nearly two hours, the justices heard arguments over the nationwide settlement with the OxyContin maker that would shield members of the Sackler family who own the company from civil lawsuits. The agreement hammered out with state and local governments, and the victims would provide billions of dollars to combat the opioid epidemic. Washington Post Supreme Court reporter Robert Barnes joined us earlier with more on how the arguments went in front of the justices. Well, I think there was tough questionings for both sides from members across the ideological spectrum. It didn't seem like a case that split the court in that way. And this is about pragmatism versus, you know, legality or what is the right thing. There was a lot of sympathy for the victims and a lot of, frankly, skepticism about letting the Sacklers off the hook. On the other hand, there was a seem to be a recognition by some on the court that this is the best deal. It would end years of legal disputes and get at least some money to victims and to the states relatively soon. And you're referring to victims there. You spoke to some families who have been personally impacted, some families who have lost loved ones because of the opioid crisis. When you speak to folks like that, how do they feel about the settlement itself? It's very tough. I mean, the overwhelming number of people who voted on this settlement were approving of it. And that is something that Purdue Pharma and this coalition of parties noted to the court that there was overwhelming support for it. But there are a lot of people who didn't vote. And the federal government's point is if some of those people don't consent to give up their rights to sue the Sacklers, it's not really up to a bankruptcy court to make them do that. And uh, aren't other companies watching this case very closely because it could affect bankruptcy law down the road, couldn't it? It could. The two things that have been mentioned the most that it could upset or throw into question are some of the abuse scandals and settlements that have been made with the Boy Scouts and with the Catholic Church in return for no further litigation. Washington Post Supreme Court reporter Robert Barnes joining us. It is Black Restaurant Week in D.C. and the mayor's office is celebrating by handing out a grant money to help open eateries in underserved communities. One, One, two, three. Mayor Muriel 
Michelle Bowser at the ribbon cutting for Miss Toya's, a new black-owned restaurant opening in Ward 7. The mayor's office launched the Food Access Fund in 2021. It offers grant money to encourage new food options in areas with little access to fresh food. And through the first three rounds, we've been able to provide nearly $20 million to 24 businesses, including Miss Toya's. As part of this restaurant week, her office announced an additional investment of $5 million towards closing that fresh food gap. Shane S. Doolin, WTOP News. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. We're following that developing story out of Arlington where there was a large explosion at a duplex while police were trying to serve a search warrant. Virginia leaders have sent a letter to the Biden administration calling for the FBI's relocation to Greenbelt, Maryland to be put on hold. Maryland officials say the process should keep moving forward. Keep it here. Full details on these stories in the minutes ahead on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Brian Albin in the WTOP Traffic Center. And Dan, speaking of that explosion in Arlington, uh, on North George Mason Drive, the southbound lanes are now reopened between 9th Street North and Wilson Boulevard. If you're headed northbound, the right side of the road still being blocked due to the fire department activity uh, going on there. But the road had been closed for a significant amount of time between 9th Street North and Wilson Boulevard. You can now navigate George, uh, North George Mason Drive in both directions. Uh, in Clifton, you still are unable to get to the intersection of Clifton Road and Lee Highway. Uh, that is where a crash had occurred on Clifton Road northbound right before Lee Highway a little earlier this morning. Elsewhere on the Little River Turnpike in Annadale eastbound, you are unable to make the left-hand turn on Hummer Road. Uh, Still an investigation going on in that area. You're being diverted to Heritage Drive as you move eastbound on Little River Turnpike. Up onto the Capitol Beltway, uh, it appears that the work zone on the inner loop after Dulles Toll Road starting to clear out. It was just the left lane getting you by. Uh, inner loop between Route 50 and St. Barnabas Road in Maryland. Uh, that work zone appears to be clearing up at this time. Same for the work zone. Uh, in the College Park area that was both ways between 95 and Seminary Road. I'm Brian Albin, WTOP Traffic. Two seven News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Partly cloudy to mostly cloudy skies today. The brighter part of your day will be those early morning hours. Now here in the very early hours, temperatures are in the low to upper 30s across the area. By afternoon around 2, 3 p.m. when temperatures max out, we're going to be about 42 to 48 degrees across the area. After 8 p.m., the next weather maker will bring some rain showers to the area. And then by Tuesday night here, Early Wednesday morning, a few wet snowflakes could mix in. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Around the area right now, temperatures are dropping. Got a little bit cooler since the midnight hour when we came on the air. 35 right now in Upper Marlboro, 37 in Centerville. In the nation's capital, we're looking at 41 degrees, down from about 45 about four degrees in the last three or four hours. The weather brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, officials in Fauquier County have identified the pilot who died Sunday night in a single-engine plane crash there. We'll have the story coming up. 321 now on a 
Tuesday morning on WTOP. Make holiday magic this year with something beautiful and timeless. From Diamonds Direct, a stunning eternity band, a pair of classic diamond stud earrings, something new and eye-catching from a world-class designer, or maybe you're looking for that perfect engagement ring or a fabulous timepiece. At Diamonds Direct, we have the perfect gifts for the season, starting at around $300. Come and let our experts help you pick out that headliner gift. Or for some fabulous ideas, see the online seasonal gift guide now at DiamondsDirect.com. You can even chat now with a virtual assistant for the ultimate convenience. Whether you connect online or in person, you're guaranteed to get the extraordinary value, ironclad warranties, and white glove service Diamonds Direct is known for. And to help make your purchase even more affordable, we've got special financing so you can spread out your payments. Visit our showrooms now in Tyson's Corner and now open in Rockville off Rockville Pike. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Oftentimes, the wheelchairs our veterans and first responders receive from their health care providers are subpar at best. Some are falling apart with a years-long waiting list for a new one. This lag causes a tremendous amount of stress for our heroes and creates a burden for their caregivers. Isolation leads to depression. We build what they need to get outdoors, hunting, fishing, or playing sports. Join the mission at wheelchairsforwarriors.org. You have a plan for the day, right? But that usually changes by lunchtime. Then changes again before dinner. It's the same with breaking news. New information just coming in. We're just getting word. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Don't miss what's happening in the Washington region. Keep up with the changes. Check back with WTOP for the latest two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. It's 323. We're learning more about that single-engine plane crash in Fauquier County yesterday, Sunday, I should say. Virginia State Police say the pilot was a 62-year-old man by the name of Simi Adams. He died in the crash. He was the only person inside the 1975 Beechcraft Sundowner plane. He was attempting to land at the Warrington Fauquier Airport when the plane hit several trees crashed into a field and then caught fire. It went down near Midland Road and Ebenezer Church Road in the Midland area just before 4 p.m. The National Transportation Safety Board says the investigation will take several months. An arrest has been made in the deadly shooting back in September in Suitland. The Prince George's County Police Homicide Unit arrested a 46-year-old man, Christopher Cross of Washington. He's charged with shooting and killing a 48-year-old man from Temple Hills. Investigators say Cross and the victim were known to each other and were involved in an ongoing dispute. Dozens of leaders at Maryland colleges and universities met in a five-hour summit on Monday with law enforcement to find ways to make campuses safer. Chancellor of the University System of Maryland, Dr. Jay Perman, says there's high concern about the threat of shootings nationwide and on the campuses of Maryland's two-year and four-year colleges, public and private. We're very worried about gun violence, and we know that over the past year, there have been incidents on some of our campuses. Two teenagers were shot on the campus of Bowie State University during October homecoming. Five people were shot off campus during homecoming at Morgan State, sparking a campus lockdown in October. The summiteers promise more collaboration on campus safety, and they've also called for audits of all campus camera surveillance to find areas needing improvement. In Baltimore, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. 
Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. The Capitals are coming home after a tough West Coast road trip. The Capitals closed out their season-long five-game road trip out west with an embarrassing 6-0 loss in Arizona to make it